0: I want to welcome you to today's podcast, and in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit, and I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop check it shop the first christian anointed clothing brand your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly terrorize the kingdom of darkness visit check it check it in style praise the lord hallelujah glory to god I want to welcome you to yet another podcast where we'll be sharing the Word of God that will transform your life forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before we go on, I'd like us to pray a simple prayer. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple Lord, we know that as your word comes to us, we will be informed, we will be reformed and we will be transformed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you once again to today's podcast. And you know, today I'm very excited because I see God taking his people from glory to glory as the word of God comes to us it brings hope which is a very important ingredient we need hope in a hopeless world in a world where so many things are happening we need hope and it really that's what the word of God does it brings hope to us hallelujah what basically is hope hope is an expectation You are expecting that, you know, tomorrow is going to be better than today. That's hope. You know, you're expecting that something good is going to be happening. You know, that is hope. And, you know, I love what the Bible says. It says, Hope maketh not ashamed. The moment you have hope, like you are expecting something great tomorrow, it doesn't matter what you're going through today, You you don't feel bad because you know. If, for example, you're in a situation where somebody has promised to give you, let's say right now you don't have any money on you, but someone has promised to give you $1,000 tomorrow because of that promise. And you know it's a credible person, someone who you know is not going to lie to you or something like that. Because there is such a promise, you have a hope that tomorrow you're going to receive $1,000. Today you don't have money. Tomorrow, you, you will receive a $1,000. Even though you have not eaten, like even though you are hungry, there's a way you'll be filled on the inside because you know that something good is coming. Hallelujah. So when you're expecting, you are expect, you're in expectation, there's something it does to you. Hallelujah. And you know, the devil knows the importance of hope. And that's why, He will do anything possible to fight anyone that is propagating hope. Hallelujah. Hope is a very beautiful thing. It's good to be hopeful. You know, some people say, um, you don't need to give anybody false hope. Tell them, let them know things just the way they are. Listen, uh, it's better. You hold on to something that gives you like, Something that excites you, it gives you the kicks on the inside. Like you you just you believe that something good is gonna happen. Hallelujah. Reminds me of that song that says, I believe in miracles. I think Catherine Kuhlman sang that song. I don't know the the original author, but she sang that song, I believe in miracles. Now, the fact that you believe in miracles, doesn't matter what situation you are facing. You you believe that God is able to change your situation. And that's a good place. And do you know that without believing, you cannot have faith? Hallelujah. Without hope, you cannot have faith. Because faith, the Bible says, is the substance of things hoped for. So if you're not hoping for anything, man, there's no substance coming. Hallelujah. So it's so, so, so important. And in the world that we are in today, we need hope now more than ever. I want to show you one of, the most, uh, one of the most important scriptures in the Bible that speaks about hope. The book of Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1. Oh, glory to God. It says, arise, shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Maybe you've been sitting down in obscurity. You've been sitting down in shame. You've been sitting down in pain. Maybe so many things have been going on in your life. And you've been asking so many questions you don't understand. God understands that you are down now. So he says, get up. Arise. Arise. Glory to God. Why did he say shine? Because he knows you have been in darkness. So he says, Arise, shine. And God is not going to tell you to do what you cannot do. If God tells you to do something, it's because the ability to do it is there. And sometimes it comes with the message. Hallelujah. It comes with the message. And I'll explain that in a minute. He says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. This is why you should arise, because the glory of the Lord, which is able to make you do anything, is now available. So he says, arise, shine. Hallelujah. Now if you read your Bible in the book of Acts. Okay, good. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Okay, that's the scripture looking for. Chapter 3 from verse 1 says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Hallelujah. This is so important. I'm just going to digress a bit. The Bible says they went to pray in the temple at the hour of prayer. And I've always said that everyone ought to have a time on a daily basis. What is your time of prayer? Now we have church services too. In this particular meeting, it's like they had a particular church service at that time. It was a time of prayer where, you know, a designated time they had arranged together. So we have prayer meetings in church. So the Bible says it was the hour of prayer. Verse 2: and a certain man laying from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. Hallelujah. So the man saw Peter and John go into the temple, just like every other person going into the temple. And they asked alms, said, please, can you give us some money? Can you give me some money? And Peter, oh glory to God. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And watch verse 5. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. Hope gives you an expectation. When Peter said look at us the guy turned he had hope. He expected to receive something. This was not a miracle by accident. There were principles here. Peter did what he told him said look on us and by he looking he got the guy's attention. Hallelujah. And the guy was expecting to receive something from them. Hallelujah. But now see what's Peter did. Now what was the guy expecting to receive? Most likely he was expecting money because that's what he was asking for. Almost everybody passing he asked so they gave him money. So now the guy was expecting to receive most likely money. But then now Peter deflected his attention from money. He said then said Peter silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee. So what I want to give to you is not money, but I want to give you something else. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And look at what happened in verse 7. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Hallelujah. Now, in the message of Peter came the ability to rise up and walk. Hallelujah. In the message, when he said rise up and walk, in that word was the ability to rise up and walk. So the moment the guy received that word by faith, because the Bible says they took him by the right hand and lifted him up. He could have said, leave me alone hallelujah he could have said leave me alone don't touch me leave me but he accepted he allowed them to do it which means he accepted what they said and as they did the bible says his ankle bones received strength oh glory to god encapsulated in the word of peter was the miracle the ability to rise up and walk hallelujah Verse 8 says, And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Hallelujah. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Oh, hallelujah. So when the word of God comes to tell you to do something, inside that word is the ability to do what he says. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, with this understanding, we're going to go back to that Isaiah 60 scripture. Isaiah 60, verse 1 again. He says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. He says, Shine. I know there is darkness everywhere, but he says, Shine. I know, like, the pressures of this life seem to weigh you down and all that says, arise. You can do it. Arise, shine. Why? Because the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He says, get up. You've been down in depression and you've been tormented and all that God says, get up, come out, you can. Glory to God. He says, arise, shine for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Then verse two says, "For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. If there is any time in the history of the world where darkness has covered not just one country, but the earth is now. There's darkness. So many people are living in fear. There's so much fear." Many people right now, they are terrorized. Like, there's a lot going on in the world today. There's so much fear. And that's darkness. What is darkness? Everything negative is darkness. Darkness is the absence of light. Hallelujah. The Bible calls God um, the father of lights. In James chapter 1 verse 17, it says, Every good and perfect gift comes from above. From the father of lights. So light brings goodness. Hallelujah. So when good things are available, that's darkness. When health is available, that's sickness, that's darkness. When wealth is not available, that too is darkness. When joy is absent, that is darkness. When good things are unavailable, that is darkness. The Bible says God is the father of of lights with whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning hallelujah so right now because of the spread of a virus and uh, so many things that are going on in the world today there is so much fear hallelujah he says be for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people many people around the world are in fear They they are they are in fear and also because of the lockdowns and all that, economies have been affected. Many people are losing their jobs because like there's no business. Like it's, it's terrible. Hallelujah. And the whole thing came suddenly where people, many people that didn't even have savings were forced to go and stay indoors. How would they survive? Nobody really cares especially in underdeveloped countries. Nobody even cares. Only God knows how many people have died of hunger. How many people have died of hunger. In some parts of the world, crime has even increased because like, people have to survive. Hallelujah. He's, but he told us, he said, Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. God distinguishes his children from others. He distinguishes his children from others. He says, yes, this is happening in the world. There's so much darkness, but your case is different. Your case is different. Yes, there's darkness in the world and gross darkness covering the people of the world. But your case is different. The Lord will arise upon thee and his glory will be seen. Hallelujah. His glory will be seen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, when you hear a message like this, it brings hope to you. Hallelujah. It brings hope to you. His glory will be seen in you. Even though there is darkness. And verse 3 says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. So not only is God going to bless you, not only is he going to bless you and change your story, he's going to make you a blessing. Hallelujah. He's going to make you a blessing. He says, Gentiles will come to thy light. People will come to you for help, and you will help them. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. In other words, people in positions of authority, Will come to you and you'll be able to help them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. This is His word. Your case is different. I want to show you something else. Okay, Psalm 112, verse 4. This is one very powerful scripture. Psalm 112, verse 4. Should I read from verse 1? Verse 1 is powerful. He says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Then he says, His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright upright shall be blessed. Mm. Now this is powerful. But then verse 3 says, wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. You know, there are some people who think people that are rich must be sinners. No, there is no scripture that suggests that. The Bible says riches and wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's powerful, but that's not my topic for today. But interesting that we're seeing that God is doing a distinct a separation between His children and the people of the world. He says, "The one who delights in God, who puts his trust in God, he says that one will be blessed. That one is blessed. Hallelujah!" And then he says, "In that one's house you will find wealth and riches, and His children, His seed, will be blessed. Hallelujah!" But then verse four is where I was going. He says, "Unto the upright." there ariseth light in darkness he is gracious and full of compassion and righteous he says unto the upright there ariseth light in darkness you know i've always said it it doesn't matter which trouble i get into i always come out I've, i've always said this for years it doesn't matter which trouble i go into i always come out this is the scripture He says, "Unto the upright there ariseth light in darkness. Even when you found yourself in darkness, doesn't matter how you found how you got there." He said, "There ariseth light in darkness." Hallelujah! There ariseth light. Help will come somehow, somehow. Reminds me of what Mordecai said to Esther. So listen, if you don't help, do something about this situation to save the Jews. Help will come from somewhere else. Salvation will come from somewhere else. Somehow, somehow. This is the scripture. To the upright, there ariseth light in darkness. Somehow, light will come. Glory to God. Imagine being in a, a cave or something or in a tunnel. Cave, maybe, and then maybe you got lost in that place. And then you're just going around the the whole place is dark. You can't even seem to find your way. You're just wandering and wandering. And suddenly, boom, you see light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see light. And what do you do when you see light? You go towards the light. The light shows that that's your way of escape. The Bible says to the upright there arises light in darkness. Hallelujah. So we that are born again in the world we are in right now with all that is going on. With all that is going on in the world today, there is an escape route for his children. God makes a a separation between us and the people of the world. Hallelujah. So he brings a message of hope to you. He says, don't worry. Yes, I know that this thing is happening all over the world, but your case is different. Your case is different. You are not like the rest of the world. And see, God's people, we must recognize that we are different. We must. God wants us to recognize that we are different because we are. Hallelujah. We are different. Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child... Differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. The heir, as long as he is a child, is gonna be like every other servant. Hallelujah. He says, The heir, even though he is the heir, as long as he's a child, the experiences that the servant have are what he'll be having. Why? Because he, he's a child, hallelujah. The reason why many Christians are suffering like the rest of the world is because they are children. Hallelujah. They are children, so they are going through what the people of the world are going through. And that's not supposed to be your case. He says, now the heir, as long as he's a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. So even though God has made all these things available to you, If you're a child, you will still not enjoy them. Hallelujah. Now the word that is translated child here is the Greek word nipio. Hallelujah. Nipio. And what is nipio? Nipio means an infant, a little child, an infant. Hallelujah. Now one major thing about infants, little babies, they don't know how to talk. They can't talk. Praise the Lord. Even when they talk, you don't understand what they are saying. They they, they don't talk. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, but as you grow in Christ, as the child grows, the child will learn how to speak more. The child will learn words, learn vocabularies and begin to speak. The same thing with children of God. As you grow in Christ, you begin to make confessions of faith. There are certain things you don't say anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah glory to God the Bible says ah, in the book of Job Job 22 verse 29 the book of Job chapter 22 verse 29 now look at it he says when men are cast down then thou shalt say there is lifting up and he shall save the humble person when men are cast down guess what including you When certain things happen to bring everybody down, you shall say, my case is different. I'm being lifted. I don't know about you, but my story is different. I'm being lifted in the name of Jesus. I'm being lifted. When men are cast down, you shall say, there's lifting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you talk differently because you are different. The baby talks like everybody else. The baby Christian talks like everybody else. So though he is Lord of all, though God has made all these things available to him, because he doesn't know, he doesn't take advantage of it. But as he starts, as he's growing older, he's knowing his rights. He notices that the servants, there are some rooms the servants can't enter, but he's free to go everywhere. He notices it. He notices that there is a way his father talks to the servants that is different from the way the father talks to him. He observes all these things. Then he understands that, oh, I'm different. He understands that. Hallelujah. That's the same way as the knowledge of the word comes to you. And you know more things about who you are in Christ. Then you begin to take your position in Christ. Hallelujah. And then you will enjoy the blessings that God has made available to his children. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God wants his children to have hope. He wants his children to have hope. Hallelujah. Be hopeful. I love that song that says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Glory to God. That's a good way. You know, that's a good way to think. Because he is alive you don't know how. Maybe sometimes, you know, you find yourself in a very difficult position and all that. Says Because he lives, because Jesus is alive, somehow, I'll face tomorrow. Somehow, I'll survive it. Somehow, I'm coming out of this. Somehow, because he's alive. Glory to God. When you think like this, my God, my God. When you think like this. I'm telling you, you're going to have miracles upon miracles in your life. Hallelujah. And you know, God is never late. And that's why you must have hope. God is never late. I've heard so many stories. I remember Joyce Meyer telling a story once of how, you know, she had started preaching. And you know, because she was preaching and all that, there was a particular day. She didn't have milk in the house for cereal for the kids. And, you know, she began to murmur and say, oh, God, look at me. I've been serving you for this number of years. I've been doing this and I've been doing that. There's no milk for the cereal. Look at it. The milk can is empty. They said that This and She was just complaining. And she said the Lord spoke to her and said, shut up. Hallelujah. You know, I love Joyce Meyer so much. I love the way when she comes out, she, she's like playing. She puts it out there just as it is. Hallelujah. She said, God told her to shut up and she was shocked she probably was expecting empathy god to pamper her and all that stuff god said shut up and she did and then he said begin to praise me and then she just started praising god next moment before you know it the doorbell rang and their neighbor who she had never really spoken to like that just shows up at the door with a can of big can of milk And says to her, I don't know, but the Lord impresses my heart to bring this to you. I don't know what it's about. Hallelujah. Just like that. I know the story of a lady, an amazing Christian lady. She had her kids in the house. And it was time for dinner. There was no food. Like no food. And she gathered the kids around the table. Put the empty plates together. And prayed with them. After praying. The kids were wondering, where is the food going to come from? Say, God is bringing the food. Before you knew it, the bell rang and somebody brought cooked food. Not uncooked food. Because their faith was they were already on the table. Praise God. Brought cooked food and she served them the food. Hallelujah. And they were able to eat and God provided for them. Hallelujah. That was a man of God called Evie Hill. This was his story. He said the faith of his mother was, was crazy like that. Hallelujah. He said, when it was time for in their days, because he has gone to be with the Lord now, in their days, many black people were poor and they didn't have money to go to college and all that stuff. So he had managed to go through a life and he got to a point where he was to go to college and he didn't have any money. And he went to meet his mom and his mom told him, Don't worry, go, I'll be praying for you. Because he had seen miracles, you know, prayers that that woman had prayed had been answered he had faith he went hallelujah and then when he got to the queue where others were paying their school fees he was just standing in the queue not knowing what to do and it was getting to his turn and then when it was almost his turn suddenly a man came from somewhere and called his name say who is and mentioned his name and he was surprised like what did I do have I got into trouble or something and a man called him asked him his name and all that confirmed everything and said you have a scholarship that will go through your school your school he was given a scholarship right there a scholarship he had no idea of and he went through college using that scholarship hallelujah you know stories like this are what you should hear hallelujah what do they do they bring hope and ultimately faith if god could do it for these people What can he not do for you? This is the same God who fed the children of Israel with manna in the wilderness for 40 long years. He fed them for 40 years with manna. Hallelujah. When they wanted meat, he caused quails. Big birds. You know, quails were like turkeys. Big birds that just came and landed in the camp. Free meat, like free For God, he was just proving to them that he is God and he can do whatever he wants to do. And he brought enough meat to feed all of them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When they needed water, he told Moses to strike a rock. And the Bible says water came out of that rock. Enough for all of them. In the wilderness. Hallelujah. And you know, there's one scripture that I saw that blew my mind. The Bible says that rock followed them. The rock followed them. My God, like every time. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I'll read from verse 1 quickly. It says, Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And did all eat the same spiritual meat? Verse 4, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Oh, so there was a rock there, but it was the Bible because a spiritual rock. Hey, where did that rock come from? I am Alibrahanda. The Bible says the rock followed them. So let's say they said they were moving from this camp to that other camp. By the time they moved, the, the rock was there. They didn't have to carry it. My God, See, there are so many miracles that happened within those 40 years that many people have not even taken a good look at. But it's amazing what you find when you look into the scriptures. The Bible says the rock followed them, providing them with fresh and clean water. All the years they were in that wilderness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If God did it for them, what will he not do for you? Hallelujah. Maybe you have gone through situations where maybe you even prayed, Father, I want to so and so thing as you did it for the children of Israel, do it for me. And maybe you didn't see it as you expected it. Hallelujah. Remember, if it didn't happen the way you expected it to happen is because God has a better plan hallelujah he has a better plan think about it you survived it somehow hallelujah even though you didn't get what you expected the way you thought it would happen you are still here hallelujah so that means somehow you survived it what does that mean the bible says all things work together for good maybe there are some lessons that God will have you to learn there are certain trainings that you God wanted you to go through that's why he allowed that circumstance in the first place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So whatever it is, if you have spoken, you have declared, and you didn't see it the way you expected it to happen, then rejoice because it means God has something better for you. Hallelujah. So God's word always works, and God wants you to have hope. Hallelujah. In this day and age that we are in, do yourself a favor. Fill yourself with the word of God. There are so many things crying for attention these days. So many things crying for attention. We have so many videos on YouTube, videos on Facebook watch, videos on Instagram and so many things calling for attention. Calling for attention. You have TV stations like you have it right now. Many satellite TVs, you can even have them on your phone. So many things calling for your attention. But you must give the word of God first place in your life. Hallelujah. And as you do, the word of God will come with it, hope and ultimately faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So like I I said earlier, if God did it for all these people I talked about, there's nothing he can't do for you. Hallelujah. So from today, rejoice. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you are going through right now. Rejoice. Because very soon. Ay, ay, ay. Reminds me of that scripture. Psalm 126 from verse 1. It says, when the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dreamed. Hallelujah. When everything is going to change, it will be like a dream. You will be amazed at how quickly God turned your story around. How quickly he turned your life around. It will be like a dream. And then the people of the world, those who knew you, are the ones that will be sharing your testimony. That's why I tell people all the time. Don't be ashamed of where you're at right now. Tell people, say, look at me now. Take a good look at me now. So when God will change my story, you will be among those who will share my testimony. That's it. Praise the Lord. He says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then they said among the heat, God filled our mouth with laughter feed our mouths with songs then they among the hidden they looked at us and they said behold the lord has done great things for them people will share your testimony hallelujah glory to god so don't give up glory to god don't give up now should not be a time where your faith should be disturbed in any way hold on glory to god hold on hallelujah testimony a miracle is coming hallelujah Always have hope. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I know that somehow as this word has come to you, there has been an encouragement in your heart. Somehow you just know that, yeah, there is hope now. Now I can stand. Praise God. And that's what it's supposed to be. Glory to God. I'm going to pray for you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, We thank you for your word that has come. Thank you because the entrance of your word has brought light and understanding. Now they know that no matter what they go through, they must not lose their hope. And your word says, hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We are confident, we know that your word is infallible. And every promise, everything that you have said concerning our lives will come to pass for this we are thankful thank you mighty father we give you praise in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah thank you jesus god bless every one of you i hope you have been blessed by that word i'm sure you are being blessed hallelujah until i come to you with another podcast keep living in the atmosphere of god's word god's worship and god's miracles god bless you Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Checker Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.